2: What's good, internet? It is Friday, March 26th, and you are listening to Waypoint Radio, episode 383. I'm your host, Austin Walker. Today, I'm joined by Patrick Klepek, hello, Ricardo Contreras, yo. Uh, it's gonna be a short one today. I think we all have we all have hard outs and deadlines and everything else. (laughs) But we wanted to get in front of our microphone and talk about things that we realized we could have talked about on the Tuesday show, but we're not really used to it being a Tuesday show yet. So we didn't even think about like, oh, (laughs) hey, on Tuesdays. That means we can we can talk about stuff that's behind well, embargo. my you know, reaction
3: to it, normally I uh, keep I keep pretty close tabs on embargoes and things like that. But my reaction to a certain game meant that I just forgot the embargo, <laughs> which <laughs> is why I didn't <laughs> tell Austin <laughs> that he was. There's no reason for Austin to keep track of that. I right. usually am like, hey, we could talk about this then and there. And uh, anyway, we'll we'll get there.
2: Your yeah. well, let's just get. Do you, I mean, do you, okay. uh, you got other shit? Do you got other sure. business today? On our- no, okay,
3: no. Okay, well, I, well I, will, I will say I this morning in bed at like six fifteen. Uh, the, saw this trailer for a game called Genesis Noir. Have you seen this game? That's, you- yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. That's like, it's like um, black and white, not black and white, but you know what I'm talking about, right? Like it's like a very yeah. stylized.
3: It has, uh, if you saw Pixar's Soul, like its conception Ooh. of heaven, like it seems like this game uh, and and that and that movie are pulling from a similar aesthetic. Anyway, it's just mm. I don't have anything to say about it except like I tweeted like yo, that trailer seems dope. Can't wait to check out this game in like twenty twenty three whenever it comes out. And then people were like, no, I actually like launched on Game Pass like an hour ago. That's I like, incredible. Oh. So I just went downstairs, <laughs> clicked it, and like it's just sitting there on my TV next to me, and I didn't get a chance to boot it up. But okay, but that's so out. I was, like that's. That's that's cool as hell. Like you can huh. just like see a trailer. Like oh, it's just on Game Pass. Like just go click it and you can find yeah, out. That
2: is very good. If you like that, it or is, not that is extremely, extremely good. Yeah, um, I, I uh, I'd I remember seeing this at E three last year, or not at E three last. Wait, actually, maybe two years ago at E three. <laughs> see that's what, see that's what I thought I was seeing. Was seeing like the right. trailer.
3: We released a demo. Please mm-hmm. wish, wish list. This game will be be out uh, <laughs> this fall, aka twenty twenty three. And instead, it seems like I've come in,
2: like, it formally launches on everything else tomorrow or today when this podcast comes out. Perfect. um, But it's
3: on Game Pass a day early.
2: You know what I love about this is like, oh, cool, I can play this and talk about it on the the podcast for Monday. (laughs)
3: There you go. (laughs) I'm just just helping the content mill uh, fill with with capital C. (laughs) Exactly.
2: Um, Podcast Tuesday. Again, this is a problem I'm still getting used to. (laughs) Um, we recorded on Monday is the thing. Anyway, we, the game that we did not talk about on Tuesday's podcast that we should have talked about, uh, is Monster Hunter Rise. The, uh, it's, it's hard to know, like, it's hard to say it's a follow-up to Monster Hunter World because it's not on the same, like, track in terms of the was, part of- d- In
3: development, not, uh, right. like, they started at the, the same beginning, but they, they overlapped development, and so- there, there is a, there is world in Monster Hunter Rise, but I I would think it's like better. And I think a lot of the reviews have, have echoed this for folks who have played previous games. It is it is more a sequel to the old lineage of Monster Hunter games uh, uh, on, from the PSP, Vita, 3DS, Wii U. Um, not that Monster Hunter World is like a completely different thing, but it is different. It's a it's kind of like a Monster Hunter A and Monster Hunter B, and Rises takes much more from from those games while also adopting quality of life improvements from, from
2: world. It's also um, very clearly in just other weird. I mean, this is the thing, right? It's like, if you take a look at the history of monster hunter games, there was a, a lot of experimental tracks. Um, and it mm. takes stuff from like generations, which had super moves in it, for instance. Um, and I think it's the same lead, like director on this game as the generation series. Uh, I believe so. Yes. Some of the generations games, which, well, this is the thing that's weird. It's like there was the main track and then the generations was like, or like that. There was like, here's the weird ones. And then this has become in some ways like the it doesn't have all the world stuff, but it but it also still doesn't have all the generation stuff. It's a little bit more reined in than generations was. It's not like you're not building a meter or or you're not switching between style modes or whatever. Um, I guess you, you <laughs> get you get new moves. Um, but I it would just like, let's set it up for people who maybe haven't seen anything from it at all. Uh, it is a Monster Hunter game on the Switch. I think it looks really good uh, and it plays really and well.
3: It's a pc or. Uh, er- Next year, or some, or they've already right? they've confi- they confirmed the uh uh stolen <laughs> material at some point, <laughs> yes, uh, a, a couple of weeks back and said that it is coming to, to PC. I don't have the release date in front of me, but you know, usually that stuff's within a year of totally. The, the release yeah, yeah, on, yeah. yeah. You know, but like, platform.
2: even on even on switch, I think it looks like it looks amazing, it, it looks great, shockingly good, It's um, specifically to me. because I
3: think it's not trying to be a mini-world. Like, my, I, 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 like many people, like, played a game like World, enjoyed it on, like, you know, mm-hmm. the, the big-boy console platforms, but, you know, you can't help but wonder, like, gee, it'd be really nice to play this portable. A compromised version of that, I don't think, I'm much happier aesthetically with, like, them choosing to go this route, which is, like, um, an evolution of what they've done on those previous games, yeah. which
2: often were on, Lower like tier hardware. Totally, that that uh, team clearly knows how to how to get the most out of. Yeah,
3: and and this like really like it. Also, it's the first one. um, Whereas the rest of the world has uh, just decided to throw up their hands and adopt either Unity or Unreal Engine. like Japanese developers specifically have continued this, but not all of them. Um, is it Final, F- Final Fantasy 7 Remake was on UE4, uh, if I recall huh. correctly. Um, but this is on RE Engine, like their proprietary huh. uh, tech they built for last gen that has turned out to be like a really, really versatile, good piece of technology. And this is the first Monster Hunter built in that. Um, and it was built to like be on everything, yeah. work for Capcom's like very specific style of games. And so I think that's also part of the reason this runs like exceptionally uh, well on the Switch,
2: one hundred percent. Um, and, and so the the basic setup for it is is like classic Monster Hunter shit. You are in a village. Uh, in this case, everything is themed, kind of um, uh, you know, feudal Japanese. You're in like a, a, a tiny village out in the wilderness. Uh, And something is causing the monsters to, to, you know, lose it and be more, more aggressive. Rampage is is the the, the term. Oh, and there was like the the rampage is like a specific new gameplay like mode um, that I don't like very much at all. I've not, everything I've
3: heard is just the line I've seen repeatedly is, eh, Rampage isn't that good, but the nice part is you don't have to do it that often. Yeah,
2: you um, you do it like to go from one hunter rank to another hunter rank occasionally, and it's just like, oh, I just don't want to do this. Like, I want to do, I want to go back to doing a regular hunt. Um, so I've probably put, again, I'm like hunter rank five or, or somewhere in there, four or five. Um, uh, I've not put as much time into this as I did into world, but also when I think about it, I put more time into world after world came out uh, because- that was the part of the, that was like when people had the game and I could start playing it with them. Um, and also there was just like more information out there for me to like dig into, Um
3: uh, we we're also streaming. We streamed a decent chunk of that game, which is also a motivation to keep up, which yeah. is like, Oh, like Danica wants to go fight. Uh, or uh, or the the and it's like, Q-ing all right, like, I gotta, you know, yeah, yeah,
2: totally um uh so yeah so so i'm not that that deep into it the the big stuff that is like changed i would say um I, it's it's interesting cuz it's like it's like you know, when you think about change do you think about it in terms of the whole of monster hunter or do you think about it in terms of like for people who played world for people who played world i would say there is not a there is not the sort of very beginner, I don't even say beginner friendly, but the beginner focused on ramp in terms of, um, not that that game had great tutorials, but no, there was but this game rips
3: the And I think this is also part of the reason I, I bounced off it and am trying to convince myself to go back is this game rips the bandaid off real fast. And it's like, all right, it's a monster it's hunter, like, hunter game.
2: It's just like, yo, just, just go play monster it, hunter. We're here. Like, <laughs> we're not going to give you a long we're family. Like intro. go hunt those monsters. <laughs> right, exactly. You're talking we're to not people do, we're, you know, I know,
3: We have some narrative hang, we have some narrative hooks here, but- a story? No. Like, no, 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 no. no. I kept, waiting. I kept waiting for
2: like, okay, is there like going to be some big, because if you, if you go back and think about Monster Hunter World, there's the, there's all of the cutscenes around moving into this new place. There's all the fucking stuff around, around. oh, the, the ancient dragons are da, 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 da. And, and like, that did work a,
3: for me. Like, that, I right. I, I do think that As is kind of the reason- fan. Yeah, like I love big monsters, like uh, you know, uh, you know, hashtag team Godzilla. I love you, Kong, but like I just don't think it's gonna happen for you. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like those narrative hooks actually were like a part of the tutorializing on or the not tutorial, but the on ramping for me, right, to get into the game to like give me a point A to point B in a way that this game just it's is not interesting, un- just uninteresting. Hundred percent is, is just throw the tutorial is trash. Like it <laughs> is like there are. There are, there are text bubbles that explain what to do, but like with exceedingly little context and very, very quickly you can just get past something and be like, oh, wait. What was that? Even in
2: terms of, like, um, how quickly does it open up new areas? I remember in Monster Hunter World, one of the things is it felt like an event to get to the next area, right? Yeah. Mm. it feels like, oh, shit, what's going on in the Rotting Vale or whatever? Um, and I, in retrospect, I can imagine if you were a, a longtime Monster Hunter player being like, can we please just open up more areas? <laughs> this is I'm slow as molasses. Let's go. Going, yeah, I know how this, this game works. Right. And so this game is very much feels like, OK, you know how a Monster Hunter game works. Yep. Come fucking play this Monster Hunter game. Um, uh, Once you get out there into the field, m- mostly it it feels like a Monster Hunter game, which is to say, I think Patrick, the first night that I was playing it, I was like, who the first two hours or first hour, I was like, I don't know if this, maybe I'm just going to bounce off this. But then four by the, by like you know, a few hours later, I was like, this is the only game I want to play ever again because <laughs> of how good the combat feels when it clicks. Uh. Like when you are having that fight with a monster where you're, you're able to predict m- movements, you know, do counters, get your big hits in that where you're, you're really like knocking them out of place where you know, you're know you doing your resource management, all that stuff that, that like, when it clicks, it feels so, so, so good. Um, I think that's still here, uh, with, with some adjustments. The, the, I think if, if I had to say one word in terms of the difference between this and past ones, it would be something like agility or, mm. um, uh, movement or something like that. Well, even, um, even
3: just the, the addition of uh, the I forget the the, the term, the, but the wolf that you can. Calum- oh, the
2: wolf, the palamute the palamute Yeah, yeah palamute. I was known, so at that.
3: So it's not just the fact that you have like an extra uh, person in the fight to like you know aid you, or or the fact that you can ride this thing and you it can do some basic attacks if you if you needed to. But really, like one of the most like even in World, a game that I like truly loved and like helped me understand what this franchise is, makes it interesting. You know, when, like, let's say you're going in, and you're just here to grind. I just need to beat the shit out of this T-Rex. Yeah. I need some bone <laughs> I need some drops.
2: Claws or whatever. You yeah, get yeah.
3: in, you look at the map, and he's, oh, that motherfucker is on the other side of the map. <laughs> and it's like, great, like, time mm-hmm. to spend five minutes just getting there. And what this game does is really, it's not fast travel, but, boy, it, like, it really cuts down on a lot of the,
2: um... The slower stuff moment, like just it gets. And there are the game. other parts of it that do, there are other things besides the dog that. So, so you have yeah. a dog you can even you like a wolf you can yeah. ride, basically. And
3: it's, fa- it's
1: fast as hell. It's it's like fast. that and thing's on the other drift side of man,
2: get a speed boost when it drifts, which is extremely yeah. fun. Yeah,
1: and you can do so much shit on its back. Like you can resharpen your yes. weapon while riding it yes. in between areas. It's so good.
2: It's so good. Like yeah, being able to resupply. Yeah, re- reapply. Uh, your you can re- resharpen, pick, but also reapply up. buffs yeah
1: your character will go like yoink as it passes some herbs. It's very funny, <laughs> yeah
2: totally um there there's also uh these kind of um I think we'll get there, but like this the silk bug or silk bind bug or whatever is like the go to <clears throat> thing in combat and on foot to move you around quicker, and there's a version of that that you can use in the world. It's basically these butterflies that let out. Like silk behind them that are like really, you know, strong tensile, high tensile, you know, (laughs) thread, I guess. Um, And those exist in the world that are like little points that you can uh, that you can basically you permanently upgrade certain points on the map to like basically be catapults that will fling you across the map. But you'll you'll, you'll, you'll you'll see
3: like a wa- like a waterfall but, that, um, yes. in the first area that you have to go around to get to the top of, and you can see little things like oh, little hidden areas or you know whatever yeah. I could be poking around at, and then you know you'll come back to after completing a quest and they're like yo like take you know, take this shit man like go. Yeah. And it doesn't tell you where to put it. You just know, like, oh, i have to go back to that area. I'll probably run across some of these things that I couldn't interact with before. You'll do that, and all of a sudden, it catapults you over the waterfall. <laughs> yeah. And that's before you've decided to use any of the agility stuff that allows
2: you to like, you know, wall run or any of that stuff. Like, you could find your way up there, you know, faster than than you could not past games than just, like, climbing a vine or whatever. But with this, it's instant. And some of them, and some of the other levels, it will just send you across the level, you know, from one <laughs> area to another. And that's really fun. Um, and then there are also the things of, like, setting up camps out in the wild eventually. Some of the later levels have things where it's like, oh, if you – See this place, go back to camp, or go back to, you know, the, the town hub, talk to an NPC, then go back into the world and, and you know, kill t- 12 of these things. Then the next time you load in, there will be a, a camp there that you can fast travel to, which, if I remember right, was in world just like that. Um yeah. Uh, And then the last part of this, this, this idea of, of, you know, having the agility be centered is that in combat you have, and when you're on foot, you have these two icons at the bottom of the screen all the time that are these silk bug icons, which are bugs that you can use to traverse, uh, you know, and they're very raw thing. You would hold down ZL and then hit ZR to like shoot a wire in front of you, Uh, or also I think you hit A or X. Um, and when you do that, you either zip forward or zip up. And then, when your weapon is out, every cl- or every weapon has its own silk bug moves. All of which either are versions of something that they could have done in, in the past, but amped up a new way of moving around really quickly, uh, or or some some sort of new mechanic that that uh, you know adds to to your kind of. Uh, catalog of, 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 ways to fight. So like the, I, I, you know, I was a switch ax person before and with that, one of the starting, one of the starting switch ax things is that you just do this wild, huge swing where you're rolling forward with the, with it. And you're like, I think you're invincible during the, the, the like the forward momentum part of it. Um, and so it's just like a great charge forward, closed distance thing. Um, the other Switch Axe one to start with is, um, a thing that lets your, keeps your meter high, even like while you're using it, which is incredible. Um, uh, and then there's like another one, I did a lot of long sword, the kind of like big, like Odachi or, or Nodachi or Katana or whatever. Um, and with that, one of the, one of the moves that was in, one of the, the kind of old school, uh, uh longsword moves is the helm breaker. I always want to say helm splitter, but it's the helm breaker where if you, if you do this, this combo, you would like kind of pop up off of a monster and then come down with your blade and do a bunch of kind of delayed hit a uh, uh, shit. Um, and in this, that is just on like, like two button presses. You'll do this pop up kick. Um, and it's, it's really fun to do. Uh, and, and so much of what my, practice was or so much of like what how to how to get better at this game was trying to zero in on that on that feeling of like hey how do i best use all these new traversal tools while keeping up with the the regular monster hunter stuff because like you know it's not quite a it's not quite the speed of a character action game now or anything like that but there the some of the fights seem like they really want you to take advantage of that stuff in order to like Stay well, there's just more to do. Uh, Often it can feel, yeah,
3: uh, especially depending on the weapon you have, right? Like every weapon has you know the uh, long animations, but some are longer than others, and. You know, I uh, mained the hammer in World, and it was really satisfying because, you know, like, you waited for other people to kind of do their thing. If they, like, uh, stunned the monster, like, you bashing their head was going to do more damage than you trying to get a hit. Like, you know, you found your role, but it it does mean that at times it can be sort of frustrating while you wait for your entry into a fight. And it just seems like, in general, I think part of this was introduced in Iceborne, where there was, like, a kind of a— where you could like ride the the, the creatures mm-hmm. like more often um than you could in world. Um there's like a isn't there there's like a recovery technique in uh yes, in, totally. in Rise. Um and then and then combined with the agility stuff, there are just I I think what you're you know, has like if you were to look at you know, Monster Hunter Rise versus the original Monster Hunter and just kind of like looked at them, ignoring the technological differences. Has much changed in Monster Hunter? <laughs> not really, not really. Like it's a it, it changes at a glacial pace from like a, a meta perspective, but on, a, on a, like on a micro perspective, like Monster Hunter has changed tremendously um, over time, despite never losing focus of that original of just like attacking the um, like fighting monsters. Um, mm-hmm. And it's things like that where uh, you know, even the limited time that I put in with the game, I appreciated. There's always something I can be doing. I can be jumping over here, I can be setting up this, I can be setting up that. Mm-hmm. Um and that just gives you more to do on a on a on a moment to moment basis than has has happened, you know, at least in world um in my, you know, 60 hours
2: or whatever there. Totally. Um the uh, the other new big m- new mechanic thing that's I guess still technically tied to these silk bug things is that you can fight uh you can climb on the back of monsters now. Mm-hmm. Um you kind of wear them down or the, the place that happens the most to me or has happened the most well, for me hold is on. this is
1: this is different from the way you used to be able to mount monsters right it was, it was, which was its own thing, distinct right well, not even, not even the Iceborne thing, but that. like even like pre- like world-based world. Like if you hit a monster yeah, yeah, yeah. from a jumping attack, you could get on their back, remember? And like do a couple of like, you could oh, like, mash a right. button to attack yeah. with Which ice. is why you'd be like right. run, yes, running yes, up yes, the yes,
3: wall, yes. flipping backwards. Yeah, yeah, and, sure. like, trying to sure. hit to get the get wall in the air. Yeah. So that and mounting a, a was different from hook. the
1: grapple hook in Iceborne where you could grapple right. to their head and kind of direct them. You weren't controlling them fully, but you could direct the direction... They were moving in and then, you know, run them into a wall to make them fall over. And then right. this is its well, Well,
2: own- that exists in this still. That direct right. them into a wall to, to knock them over right. does exist in this. But now there is also this like attack and ride Wyvern uh, command that pops up when it seems to be like I, I don't have a good handle on what causes someone to get into this state. Um, uh, I don't know if it's like a big head hit. I don't know if it's (laughs) just a bunch of damage in a short range. Because the time that it tends to happen the most is when two monsters end up fighting each other. They like, you know, cross over and end up, you know, getting into it. And then at some point, one of them is going to get fucked up. And at that point, you hit the button, hop on their back, and then you basically have... it, It feels like when there is a bit in an action game where it's like feels like something like a Saints Row game where like oh man the boss got turned into a giant and and like okay x is it's so light attack and strong attack but it's just like basically really slow and they're trying to emphasize the scale of these of these creatures um, and Basically, each monster has a light attack, it has a strong attack, and then it has a super meter that is slowly <laughs> building up as you're getting mm-hmm. hits in. Mm-hmm. And then you can cash in that super meter for extra damage, basically, and like some sort of special move. And the damage they do is off the fucking charts, and they're breaking pieces nonstop. My, yeah. One of my favorite things about it is the thing of like, oh, I'm going into hunt monster A, but it gets into a fight with monster B, and then in that fight, I can ride monster A, knock some pieces off of monster B, and then it's like, listen, I, I did like a hunt and a half here i got a little bonus (laughs) i got some fucking bonus shit off that other monster i wasn't even planning on hunting during this run um and and that part of it's cool i think that it's not quite i don't think it's fully baked you know (laughs) um and it doesn't have the same even the monster fights don't produce the same amount of awe that some of the moments in world did it's just like not that scale of a game or at least not so far as i've seen um uh so far like it it They come together. They do their attacks at each other. It's cool when it happens. Um, uh, But I don't have that sense of like territory has been impeded on. It's more like these two creatures have wandered on top of the same tile and now they're entering attack each other mode you know what i mean <laughs> um which i think maybe in some ways speaks more more generally to again to, to what we said before like this is a game where like it wants to get out the way and be a monster hunter game it's not looking to have the the one big animation where the rathian comes down and picks up you know the whatever what's the fucking t-rex called why have i forgotten this Angenath, the Anjanth. Anjanth, yeah, yeah yeah and like <laughs> throws it around and then the water there was a huge waterfall like it's like no yeah. like Dude, they're gonna get together they're gonna it's, it's almost it's not literally abstracted but you know what I mean when I say this like it's like no what happens when two monsters come together they fight one of them gets hurt really bad the other one gets kind of knocked out you could take advantage of that and it's gotten right. to like okay do that and and yes it's gonna repeat but it's just a core mechanic of the way the game works now um uh Something and, like that de-
1: definitely uh definitely feels like it's just like oh they had to take things out and because of because you know moving from like I mean, not even moving from, but like the difference between PS4 and Switch development as far as like the resources you have, like sure. they, they probably had to take these, which is which is well, it's a, a good way to take them cut. out. It's that
2: this well, team was never going to put them in anyway, right? Because right, right, right. They the were world already team was already. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. So in, in some ways, I what I wonder is, did they put this in because they knew that world that people really liked that part of world? You right. know what I mean? Right. Totally. Um, So, uh, so that's that those are like the big mechanical shakeups, I would say. Um, uh, God, I think there was one more thing I wanted to hit on. Oh, uh, more broadly, it is weird to play one of these that is not. Um, it is weird to play one of these as someone who's now played a Monster Hunter World game. and It's like, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. this is scratching that itch. But I'm not going to like shout at the world about how relevant, it is or not relevatory. But, uh, uh, you know, uh, no, that's, that's what I wanted. Relevatory. Uh, this was for me because you've heard me say this about Monster Hunter already. Right. And instead, yeah, we went
3: through that process. We all converted. Instead of, <laughs> what, I,
2: what I do want to do is shout out some specific small things that I think are really interesting about it. The the thing that I'm most taken by is some of the new monster design, um, which, Patrick, I know you're pretty early in Kata. You've only <laughs> played the demo, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, but one of my favorite things about the way these monsters sometimes look is – Um, You get like a weird poem (laughs) every time you start a new monster hunt, basically, that's like, um, you know, meant to be, it's not a weird poem. It's a poem about the monster, basically. Um, And, and, you know, it's always this kind of folkloric thing of like, Ah yes, the the strange being was seen in the woods hopping on one leg and you get a kind of mm-hmm. a shot of it and it almost looks like a person in the distance holding an umbrella standing on a leg or you know you you the queen of the of the swamp lands and someone moves across the the kind of um the muddy water floating on her back and it's it's the ways in which some of these creatures blend human characteristics into not their basic design but certain poses they can take it's like it's it's like these are the monsters that inspire the story of the cursed man in the woods do you know what i mean um uh, and that blend those things together in a way which which because it's such a strong you know medieval japanese like uh setting That part of it is so like cool to me. How often a creature—you'll look at a creature like halfway through an attack and be like, "Oh, I could see how someone running from this could think this was like a a creepy cursed old witch or something." Actually, it is uh, a weird bird monster (laughs) that's trying to eat you. Um, But I, but I see how you got there. Um, there There's a new—I think it's a new creature that just throws fruit at you nonstop. (laughs) um that is extremely funny um and and in general i feel like there is there's a lot of character with with these new monsters that place them in the setting instead of just feeling like i I really like the monster hunter world monsters but it but it a lot of them just kind of felt like you know this is monster hunter like i get it i've seen some of these monsters before and i'm sure some of them were new i i I think when i think my favorite monsters in monster hunter world it was the ones that felt like tied into the locations that they were in uh Uh, i want to read you
3: this quote from the the piece i did please q a with one of the goron
2: yeah thank you go ahead Um, go ahead patrick uh
3: the headline is why capcom brought creepy spiders back to to monster hunter um (laughs) i'm not responsible for it but i i still i'm gonna go ahead and take two percent credit um anyway (laughs) in it i asked um The developers, uh, if there was like a small detail um, that they were proud of and one of um, – they mentioned uh, in terms of monsters, if you have – honey in your inventory and if the bear like monster Arzuros attacks with a certain move he will take your honey away we've added an <laughs> animation where Arzuros will start eating the stolen honey on the spot and won't care to look at the hunter that's so like the idea that like so they have a monster with like a specific Yo. move and you just happen to have honey it will then just like g- get fucking Winnie the Poohed and <laughs> says yeah i'm good like it's going to eat There's this no honey out that's amazing. Um like that that's a level of uh, personality that didn't really exist in world and seems to have been a point of like attention to detail in, in rise that, you know, when you think of the microwaves that like affect the macro of the personality of a game, like that would be cool to see like that be a point um, that they build on going, going
2: forward. Totally. Totally. Um, and so th- just that, that degree of character that is throughout a lot of the new creatures is so good. Um, um. So then you can then beat the shit out of them and take those take scales stuff, and bone yeah. bar. I don't feel as bad here. Um. Can you still capture think...
1: things? That's yeah. Absolutely. Okay,
2: you absolutely okay. can still capture things. Um. I don't know that there can is Can you just fight them in arena again? You absolutely <laughs> can. hundred <laughs> percent. You can capture them and then be the cruelest person. Um. Um. But I, there was something about. I don't. Again, the thing that I think World did so well was there was the sense that a monster owned a certain part of the map. Um, and through my first, you know, however many, 10, 20, I, I have not been keeping track of my hours on this game. Um, uh, but through those hours, I don't have that sense of like, oh, this is the place that's owned by the, the you know, great whatever. Why, I can't right. think of any monster names. It's because it's I haven't played like in the last three days, which means well, everything's is just drained. The, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is that the electricity one? Which one is that? No, that's the bubbles. B- bubbles oh, one. that's the bubble one. Yeah. Uh huh. That was in um, the demo, yeah. Um, so yeah, like, like, I don't have the sense that, like, oh, I followed this thing back to its home where it's just trying to lick its wounds. Most right. of the time, I'm just like, you know, they do start limping, they do get hurt in that way, but it doesn't sell it as hard as, as, uh, world did. Like, again, like that first time that I, that I fought in a dug, a duggeron. Uh, and was like, oh, this is the grossest shit I've ever seen in my life. And by the end of that fight, it was like limping to a strange little alcove like a in a, in a cave system where like clearly it had like this was its den um, that that feeling of just like, oh, buddy, just, I haven't gotten <laughs> hit with it yet um right i mean speaking of emotional attachment oh, go ahead
1: well i was just gonna say it, it, that that kind of speaks to the difference in um like narrative setup too right like in that yes, one we are yes. entering the space where like they this is their home and this one it feels like at least tangentially i haven't i haven't actually played the game itself it's like you're set up and the things are kind of coming at you something is coming yeah you're, going still wrong. Go, you're
2: still going out in the world like right. don't, get, don't you no, know but this like, is like it is still but yes, this is
1: this is nature kind of wandering through like where to towards you, where you are, where the world yes. was very like, you're coming explicitly. to a new land explicitly, therefore yes. you're going to their home, right? Yeah,
2: exactly. Um, I want to say there is still a great song when you make I think it's a, I, it's it's so good. The, the music that plays when you go to the canteen uh, oh. and get, get by um god what do you bought what are these actually called again i forget what these things are called uh uh is it dongo dongo yeah um which is like a a dumpling of rice flour um thing like Mm. that's your that's your pre pre pre-fight meal now uh is one of is extremely cute because it's like it's a cute little outdoor kitchen where there's some palicos which are the cat the little cat people uh like you know hitting rice into a into a thing to to make it malleable and make it a, a good like you know material to make dumplings with um and then and then throwing these things around like on skewers it's very Hell fun yeah. the song is great oh yeah <laughs> um, they're very cute um i really like also cute is is my dog is my palomute i love getting upgrading armor for two different little buddies it feels good to be like ooh i'm going to give this motherfucker a cool skull helmet <laughs> guy's gonna look sick (laughs) hell yeah um and and yeah so i don't know it's it's that game uh i think it's reviewing better than i thought it would because i definitely thought we would hit people like not necessarily ready for something as straightforward a monster hunter game as it is right but i think i think that it speaks to world having brought people over that hump to some degree um and and i'm curious to see what the, the monster hunter fandom thinks of it because there is more mobility in some ways, but there's also less in other ways because of stuff that's been taken out of Iceborne. Um, and there is there is a sense uh, what I will say is there is some stuff here that feels sort of gimmicky to me. the skill bind or the silk bind skills uh, which you start to unlock as you play. There is like a there there are times in which I'm like, who is this why is this here? This is clearly a worse move than what I have now. Or there is a thing of like this is just a better move. This is just an upgrade on what I had before. Mm. Um, so an example of that is um, I mentioned. I mentioned the thing of the helm. The helm breaker like sword attack, and I put a video in the chat earlier, which is the thing where you. He- you like jump kick your your off the face of a monster, fly high <laughs> in the air, and then come down with the sword. And and that is like one of the key rotations for long sword. It's Not the only way you could play, but it's it's one of the most fun ways to play, I guess, is to get up to the longsword, is a thing where if you land a certain combo, when if you attack, you build meter. If you land a certain combo, you trade that meter in to upgrade your sword from level zero to one to two to three. It starts to go from you know it goes from nothing to yellow to orange to red or something like that. When it's mm-hmm. red, it does way more damage. And one of the big rotations or loops is you get it up to red and then you cash in on Helmbreaker. Uh and then and then and then get it back up to red and then cash in on Helmbreaker. And you're just kind of at from yellow to red, yellow to red, or whatever the, those two color things are. I think it's mm-hmm. I think it's green, yellow, red. Um, and, and so you're just like getting that big damage in, which is really fun because once you're in the role of it, you just dropping just like <laughs>: <cé naughtyatlide> because you're, you're landing these hits. And then it's like it does that great thing that that animators learned how to do uh, forever ago, which is like a delayed response and makes it feel yeah. almost heavier. You slash through the thing and then like a beat happens and then it goes <gasps> da 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 <donné> da, da, as all the, the hits <laughs> come <laughs> in. Um, and uh, and <laughs> that's great or I could trade that out for a move that is just if I hit the silk bind attack button I do I immediately get a hit in and go from one level of the sword up to another level of the sword so it's a very easy way just to go up to level 3 instantly but then I can't cash mm-hmm. it in in the same way and so that's just like not a fun way to play because it just means I'm just doing all my basic combo shit at level three until I win the fight. Like I get it. Maybe that's better for, for missions where I'm just trying to clear out a bunch of tiny animals and not fight a big monster, but it's just not a fun way to play in that, in, in that style. Um, and then whatever the one was I got for the switch axe, I, th- I think it was for the switch axe, was just better. I forget what it was now, but it was just like, Oh, this is just a, <laughs> a flat improvement. Oh no, it was a different, you know what it was? It was a different, a uh, long sword one, which is, I got another one that was, it didn't use a soak bind thing, but it did change my, my like basic pull attack. Like my blade is on my back and I hit the button to pull it. And it went from being like, a single hit to being like a two or three hit combo that jumped my meter up a ton. And it's like, well, this is just better. This is just better. And the thing that they say is like, oh, well, you can't combo into certain things off of it. And it's like, yeah, there's like one or two things I can't combo into off of it. The trade-off is is flatly, clearly better. (laughs) Um, And obviously I'm going to be proven wrong. Obviously a month from now, uh, you know, one of these... uh, you know, a Rex or, or Gaijin Hunter, one of these motherfuckers are going to put out a video and they're going to be like, well, obviously this, a noob would think that this is an improvement, (laughs) but actually the lack of flexibility it gives you. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, so, so yeah. Anyway, those are the sorts of things that are like, that's this game. Um, if you're, if you're ready for a monster hunter game, I think it's a pretty fucking good monster hunter game, but you got to be ready for a monster hunter game. You know, um, Patrick, do you have any other final thoughts? I know you're pretty early in it still. Uh, you know, I, I don't know that I'm gonna keep you're not there playing it mm, yeah. um
3: i th- I think uh like i i and it's not that not that against the game, like yes, this tutorial's not that great, there's not a lot of narrative, but I do think part of these games are grinds like you do, go do the fight, go do the fight again,, uh-huh. go do that fight again, and part of what got me through that in world was the zeitgeist was just yeah. it wasn't just mm-hmm. like it was it wasn't just my friends playing like everyone was like Monster Hunter fever. Like everyone, like it was people who didn't even, I don't think I'm going to like this game, but I'm going to play it yeah. because all my friends are playing it. And it came out in January. It like, it was, you know, it Capcom did their thing, which are they, they drop a game when nothing else was out and <laughs> um, got a lot of people playing it or wanting to try it because it was, you know, just the thing. And that's here. The pool is much bigger. The world has like exponentially increased the number of uh, Monster Hunter players, but I don't know. Like, I don't see that happening with my f- friend group. And so it's more just like, maybe I don't need to be here for every Monster Hunter game. Maybe yeah. what I'm here for is when World 2, like, comes out in two years or, or whatever. And, like, that's the one that I'll get into. Or not. Maybe I just played World. Maybe you had your one. I played it. Yeah. I mm-hmm. understood what's interesting about it, had my arc with it, and and I move on. But I think actually it's more likely that World Two comes out, and and, yeah, and it may be like this split between like I guess it's a question of like does World continue down some of the same paths that it went on before, or Mm. does it look at Rise and say actually like (laughs) story shit like stuff like you know we don't need to do it we don't don't even even need to we don't even do the bare minimum anymore which I won't blame them for not doing that but I do think it's Mm -hmm. more likely that they do do more of that stuff and that is just present in the like centerpiece cinematic uh uh monster hunter uh, game that still has all the other stuff um and i'll be curious to see what they pick up and and put down from rise because it does seem like that they're using rise as a as an experimental phase of of monster hunter yeah.
2: um the thing and, that and the, the thing what, that i keep thinking about though is like there's a lot of switches out in the world yeah, yeah. right like this game could do numbers it's reviewing oh, i think it will well, well.
3: absolutely do numbers i i wouldn't be shocked if it outsold World, yeah. which was
2: um the game that more or less like
3: saved Capcom from being like sold to, to, to like, like, a, a Western publisher, basically. God. Um, um, I think it's gonna do really big number. I think it'll be huge on PC, and I also think that that the other Switch game that comes out like this summer, uh, yeah, Monster Hunter Stories too, yes. will also right. um, um be big. Monster Hunter is just big. Yeah. um, they're all gonna be big.
2: Um, the the last thing I do want to say is I don't like Rampage mode. It's like a tower defense monster hunter mode where you set up defenses as monsters just come in over a gate and try to like knock down your gates and your door to town um and i just don't i'm not a big tower defense person i've never been a big i've I've played tower defense games i've liked but i'm just not it's not my genre and i it's not what i want to be doing in monster hunter i don't want to be managing seven monsters coming in at me at a time by like mm-hmm. setting up auto ballistas and then waiting <laughs> for the bell to ring so I can go do direct damage or whatever. It's it's right. I had one good tense experience with it, but I played twice and I didn't really like either time. Do you know what I mean? Right. So uh I good on them for taking the shot and trying to come up with a new multiplayer mode. Maybe people will end up loving it. Maybe high level uh rampage <laughs> play will be really fascinating or something. But uh yeah, yeah. Not for me. Um, all right, we should take a do quick think- break. I know Patrick. We only. Have- oh, go ahead, Kata, What's up?
1: No, I was just gonna say. Well, because we were talking about when we were talking about World Two, I, I thought, do you think they're gonna do a single connected world for World Two?
2: No, I think it'll okay. still be maps. I think It'll still I be maps. Still be yeah, because
1: the, the the like one of the final things they did in uh, in Iceborne was a like mm. multi biome map. Oh, that's cool. Maybe so what like, they oh, do, do they is there there are less individual that?
3: maps, but there are bigger right. spaces, right? So That's instead of like 16 areas, or you know, I'm just pulling that out of my ass, but you maybe you have four right. Right. with like multiple biomes w- within.
1: What right. did that um, feel
2: like it did for you in those zones, Kato?
1: Well, it was mostly just like, uh, like it, they were still kind of segregated, really. Like it ended mm-hmm. up not being, not melding super quick because it was like literally like, one of like each of the other like basically you take all the other spaces in world and it's like mm-hmm. there's a section for each of them basically. Here's okay. the with a section. Was it section. still just
2: as big as a regular map, or was it right? It was like map? as big
1: as one. Like if you think okay. about each map, yeah. how it has sections that you know in older Monster Hunter games there was a transition point between those like kind of right. individual sections because it was on God. smaller hardware. Yeah. So like I'm each now of thinking. Those sections, I am now thinking
2: like. How upset would people be if they just made Monster Hunter World 2 an open world game where (laughs) (laughs) you could fast travel back to a hub point, you could Uh ride out, there are other fast travel points to get you to what were effectively the the areas before, the the stages before, but like it was one big open world. Right.
3: There's just no. There's I just like, like no evidence of them doing any yeah. pivots that massive in this right. series going back like 15 years or whatever <laughs> that original one. Yeah. So like, I like. Would would it shock me if they did that? No, because then they could point to a big thing. you know rise yeah. and like they can port that to other platforms if people you know wanted you know a more traditional Monster Hunter. But I think it's more the case that you know again, world was not that different right. either. Um, it, it just was the, they finally made the big budget you know, Uh version of it and, and the, the the graphics wowed and the monsters fought each other. That was, that was, that was new. I I just expect it's going to be along those lines as opposed to, um, something
1: like that. Was that actually, uh, I, I hadn't actually checked out the, the the monster hunter right before that but was that was world the first one where within a single map you didn't have transition points between each like yeah that was the big section? jump if I remember okay. correctly okay. right yeah, that previously makes sense, in monster
2: hunter games I, I yeah maybe I'm wrong about this but I remember that being talked about as and, and from the PSP ones that I played yeah <laughs> you were still at that point going right. from little area to little area inside of a map. Right. Um, I guess maybe the Wii U Monster Hunter would be the one to check um in terms of I hey, a decent th- number of hours of that, but I can't remember yeah. offhand. Yeah, that is what it is. Um in any case, uh yeah, Monster Hunter Rise. I'm not I'm not uh I think it's good. I think it's I think it's good and I think that it's I, I'm I'm curious to see if Patrick is right and if there just isn't that big buy-in from a lot of people that there was right. for world
3: I, I think there will i just think it's going to lack well, the zeit, like, you know what i'm saying it's, the zeitgeist the, the, the zeitgeist but yeah. it will still like we'll get a press release next week that's like capcom's biggest release ever but yeah <laughs> sure <laughs> yep both those things can be right, right, can be right, true right, also, sure. they, you know, but if i'm also,
2: a month from now will it be at the top of twitch
3: still in some way well and also know? zeitgeist what i mean by that is uh, in our insular world of game critics yeah. a lot of our colleagues suddenly started playing world yes um uh, when Monster Hunter was a game that was mostly ignored by the games press, despite being extremely big mm-hmm. um, in in Japan, not not as much in in America uh, or in just you know, in non the West, Japanese yeah. locations, yeah. Um, but um, you know, so you know it. Rise can still be zeitgeist, and it could also just not like the game's press itself. Does yeah, it? doesn't doesn't. Care. I'm also, uh, you know, I'm I, I feel uh, I get a consolation prize from Capcom, which is like you just wait one more month and then you can play a big ass new Resident Evil right. game. So like, it's good, Capcom. Be... I got nothing
1: against you. Yes. Like yes. you're getting me on both. Like you're giving a me a treat. Year,
3: huh? I just got to wait three weeks. Yeah. That's
1: still weird to me that it's coming out in spring, ostensibly. That game would have come out in January, right? I oh, right. think if
3: COVID hadn't right. happened, that sure. that would have. comes has been very it like, rigorous about sticking to that time frame, and I think this is just a, a COVID casualty, right?
1: Probably doesn't make sense financially to delay it to the to closer to like the fall, winters, uh, to make it more thematically. <laughs> I don't know. It just it feels like a fall, fall or winter game. No, yeah, of no, I, the
3: yeah, I, I agree that it wouldn't be, especially because they and, have um. <laughs> They have a, a a ton of a lot of Resident Evil stuff happens this year. Like they have a new movie in September. Right. There's an, uh, an an anime series yeah. uh, in the summer or a fall, lot going and on. A, a Netflix show about the Wesker kids. What? No. What? What? <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's Come a brand on. new movie that is unconnected to the the uh, Paul W S Anderson films. That is Resident Evil. Welcome. I believe it's called Welcome to Raccoon, C- Raccoon City. I think they just announced the subtitle. That's in September, I believe. There is a, a an an not anime, but a, a, like a CG. You know, right, uh, right, Cap- right. Resident Evil has a long history of CG movies that mm. a lot of people don't watch, um, <laughs> but are popular. But are also popular. They've right. made a lot of them. Um, but then there is a. I, I think it's live action. A live action. Resident Evil television series for Netflix. Netflix is like getting big into yeah. Resident Evil smartly, I guess. I guess. Um they did that. they did, they're like Capcom was like, "Can you do that Dragon's Dogma anime for <laughs> us? That's like the get good and then we'll let you play with Resident Evil." Oh, um god. And then yeah, there's a it's about the Wesker kids. Like That's I, you so know, funny. I don't I, no, I don't despite loving Resident Evil and Resident Evil lore, at a certain point I kind of lost the plot and I don't know <laughs> if the Wesker kids are Important. Have you is seen like those Code Veronica Have you thing? seen the
2: Paul W.S. Anderson No, poems?
3: but, like, I, I I have seen the first two. And the first mm. one is a good movie. Like, it's a corny, fun, like, Paul W.S. Anderson, like, at his, like, best. Uh, like, w- w- what that filmmaker is good at. Um, but I haven't watched, like, the five that uh, came after. I want – that. that's what I will do at some point this year. <laughs> sure. Or maybe in the lead up to Resident Evil. Uh, Eight Resident Evil eight eightage village village
1: village
3: v- village. <laughs> all right, let's take a break because my wife's going to walk in here at any yes. point and be like, "We have to go get our kids to get a COVID test. Yes, we'll they don't a have COVID. Break. It's because of daycare."
0: When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all.
2: All right, we are back. Uh, I'm Monster Hunter was kind of my big thing. Would you, Patrick, do you have anything else? Yeah, the one thing I wanted to...
3: Um, so last night when uh, my wife was putting uh, our oldest to sleep, Jessica, um, she came back out and I had... She's like, what was all that noise? And the noise was me moving the PlayStation 5 from my office upstairs <laughs> and connecting a second <laughs> controller. And she's like, why are there... Like, why, what if you happening? want to play a game, that's fine. Like, She's like, I'll just go watch you know, a, you know, something in, in the bedroom. It's yeah. like, no, like I need, I need you. She's, oh like, she's like, I don't play video games. I was, it's got nothing against them, but that's just not her thing. Yeah. And I was like, I know what, there's this new game. It's a co-op game. I, I just, I can't, I literally can't play it by myself. And I just, I, let's like, let's do that. Let's see, let's see uh, what it is. So it's it takes two, the new game from, hazel light that's the name of the studio right it's I not just hazel light so. um, maybe
2: you're right maybe it's hazel light, hazel light.
3: Huh. Well, haze haze is a different game haze. for the ps2
2: yeah.
3: <laughs> um <laughs> which i believe had like music from corn sc- like that
2: that that? am i right that is, that, is, <laughs> that, well, is I that out of my brain gaming for me is a religion <laughs> and haze is the shit that's the yeah, classic right? quote. Yeah.
3: Uh-huh. Yes, I want to say that was corn, or, oh yeah, you could have said God. disturbed. No, it's I also corn. believe it's, you. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Jonathan Davis wow. is the gaming for me as a religion quote. Yes. Yeah. Sound sound designer uh, uh, Jonathan Davis. Uh-huh. Um,
2: great photo from back then.
3: Uh, yes. Of, of remember, corn yes. hanging was with a, the haze a, crew. Haze was
1: a,
2: a
3: hugely hyped, <laughs> wildly
1: disappointing. <laughs> Hold on. You said corn hang, hanging with the haze crew, and I assume you meant some devs. This no. is not what I meant, du- <laughs> I meant.
2: I meant the main character from <laughs> the, Hayes. Yeah, the Mr. 3D Hayes. <laughs> yeah. Oh fuck. Uh, so it's the the studio that did um uh a 17. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> Uh, and um, right, Away um, Out and Brothers, and yeah. What's his face? And the guy the who yells about name. movies. Yeah, fuck the the guy, yeah, the guy who ye- yeah, the yeah, Oscars the guy who
3: yelled at the Game Awards. Um, who was <laughs> a, formerly a film director, then got into game development, and um, their studio has really. I I, I, I've, I really liked Brothers. Uh, I the more distance I have from Away Out, the more I enjoyed my experience <laughs> with
2: it. I know that oh, game. was so much game.
3: fun yeah. to play with Austin and. <laughs> I, I really, ad, I admire the commitment to the bit of, which is not a bit, like it is clearly a design philosophy at this point of making like co-op games yeah. games that are, they have to be co-op. A game that you would not want to play with an AI partner because it would undermine like how they've developed the game. Like a way mm-hmm. out would not have been, uh you know, fun with just an AI character that was like, here, I'm here to do the thing. That we need to do next, like nah, actually, I want to sit here and like th- throw baseballs at these, like, or what was it? We were
2: on a seesaw together. A seesaw. And <laughs> there's a so point. many moments. There's so many. <laughs> so many, many fun to watch. because uh-huh. we played the whole thing on stream. That, well, uh, yeah, hopefully, uh, like that went up on streams. YouTube because the Twitch clips would be long gone. Yeah, it's okay, it's yeah. all up all right. on YouTube. I just checked. It's um, uh, like three different, three different. Uh,
3: so their new one. Um, uh, it takes two. Uh, just uh, is is out as of uh, uh, people listening uh, to this. Um, this one, like the setup is like a little bit more dramatic than I was expecting for like a trailer that is. The trailers were like, look at these two little clay people that are like stuck in a uh, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids environment um, mm. with like a, uh, like Antonio Banderas as Puss the Cats sounding book that's like, <laughs> uh-huh. you need to fall in love again. Um, Jesus. <laughs> and, yeah. uh, like the setup is like a, a a young girl who overhears that her parents are going to get divorced, and so she cries onto two dolls that she has used to <laughs> uh, approximate her parents, and the tears like magically transform the uh, the parents into these dolls. And the the she is the the daughter to try and f- help her parents fix the relationship that she hadn't told the parents had bought like some generic like shitty. Um, exploitative relationship book from, like, the Barnes & Noble. Uh Um, But her tears fall on all these objects, and so this book comes to life in front of these two uh, parents who are now, like, claymation dolls, and they're like, hey, you need to fix your relationship! And... It's like, a, it's like, it's like, it's both simultaneously like extremely light and also like a little bit heavier than yeah. my wife was like, What are we playing? And I was like, I don't. You try to tell me something, Patrick. It, what's
1: going on? At some point, <laughs>
3: I was like, At some point, there's a cutesy game where we're going to run around like giant vacuum cleaners. It's like, these parents are getting a divorce. Why? Like, I don't want to do this on Wednesday. Um, so uh, we jumped into it, played about uh, uh, 90 minutes or so. Um, it, it's like a, it's a difficult game to play with her because like she she can navigate a controller, but the mechanics are like I would one I wanted to find is like I like playing games with her, but the mechanics have to be just so yeah uh, in order for her to uh like navigate the spaces because the games just aren't something she's particularly interested in, and so like it became it was like a real uh when I realized it was like a, the, the game's telling you on screen like the buttons you should hit, and it was like jump jump dash, and I was like oh shit that's Three <laughs> buttons. And, okay. All right. And uh-huh. uh, she was very patient and we made, we had some fun with it. And the, the way it's set up is you have a, a split screen. Um, and so you're each operating um, separately around the environments. Cause at times you'll be sort of like mildly separated and have to find ways to um, help one another like progress. Um, but it's like, uh, at least the first area is like, you know, Again, like it's a very uh honey, I shrunk the kids, like you're tiny things in, you know, the real world and so everything uh-huh. that is otherwise normal science to humans suddenly takes on gargantuan forms. You're um, you know, like pushing objects, like jumping between things, hitting fuses that like turn lights from red to green. And the first area was fine. It was like this seems cutesy, this seems interesting. Um, you know, I don't know that I see like the reviews were very like effusively positive and huh. I like I don't really see it in this first area. Um so we finished like the first boss the boss was like a real breaking point it was like wow. a lot of like jumping and fortunately the game it doesn't it has a health bar in the boss fights, but all you have to do is just like tap triangle a bunch of times and the character revives. So, oh. okay. so as long as the other person, as long as I just like kept my cool, she could always revive herself and right. we were able to kind of navigate our way through it. But it was a, it was a low point. It was like, <laughs> she was like, oh, this is not a fun experience. It's like, I know, I know, I'm sorry. Uh, but the second area, completely throws out the mechanics. Like before what you were doing in the first area was a lot of like pushing objects or like there was kind of like a vacuum cleaner tube and like one person would hop on it and aim it and the other person would ride into it and like shoot them out to some spot. And then that person would, you know, hit a button that like reversed the direction of the vacuum cleaner. Like pretty basic stuff. You get to the second area, one player gets a hammer, the other player gets... Uh, a magical nail that acts like Thor's hammer, um, which is to say, you can toss it and then press a button and it comes back. Right. And so, in the game, at this point, the game like really starts splitting you up and asking you to do some pretty different things. Like, for example, yeah, the um, Katie had the hammer, and so the hammer lets you swing on nails. And so she, uh, she'll be on one part of the map, and I'm on the other, and I'm throwing nails from across the the room that she can then use to swing on to get to somewhere else. And so I'm like throwing, pulling back, throwing, pulling back. And like, it's a, a really fun sort of dynamic. Um, And then you start getting multiple nails. So I'm like setting up all these different platforms for her to, to get across. Um, And she's using her hammer to like hit certain objects over and over again to, you know, like set up a sequence of platforms for me to get across. Um, The reviews I read were like, Hey, like expect this, Like, every area, it just tosses out the mechanics from before. It's like every every 40 minutes, you're just, like, essentially playing, like, what feels like a new prototype. And I love games like that that are just, like, willing to get you right up to the edge of boredom or, like, reach the apex of excitement and be like, ah, no, we're moving on to something else so that you can still be excited about that thing that you just did. Um, And... Katie got much more engaged with the second area because it was a lot more puzzle based and it wasn't as much like jump, jump, dash, like swinging together a bunch of um, like, would not be difficult jumps for, you know, your average player. But what I thought was like, oh, this is meant to be a co-op game where like, you know, partners couples, play together right, with yeah. someone who's not really into video games yeah. and they can get by. And like, that's not totally the case. Like you got, you have to have a, 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 a decent amount of competence
2: with, with jumping around. But um, also I think that we're in a place where, where more, there are more couples than ever, where there might be one player and one person who, or and two people who've played video games enough, who like yes, grew up yes. playing Mario or grew, you know what I mean? Like right. basic totally, 3d, totally. uh, uh, platforming stuff might be familiar to them, you know? Well, my, uh, uh, Katie
3: was like, isn't this what we had a kid for? Like, don't you need to just train her to do this? I was like, she's four and a half, a little young, give it a year. And my guess is she'll eclipse you in 3d space movement and we'll be good. I can play games. Like it takes two with her in the future. Watching me
2: do, uh, do the, not stardew, uh, uh, harvest moon, quick look. And, and he mentioned that, uh, Max, his son was playing harvest moon. I was like, fuck. He's old <laughs> enough to play a Harvest Moon game. That's wild, kids. Yes.
3: Um, yeah, uh, it seems like five is like the the moment when kids can start grokking like mechanical right, uh, right, uh, or mechanics based video games. Um, so I'm almost there. But anyway, it's it's very cute. Um, it has like a good heart. Um, it 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 straddles that like just weird sense of humor that exists. Maybe not in Brothers. Brothers is a pretty Brothers is pretty straightforward game. Yeah um but, but boy uh, there's a and, way out have it and not quite as comedic as a way out but like somewhere in between and I, it just it's just fun to play like it's it's cool i like the fact that it really commits to to the split screen co-op stuff there's just nothing else like it there's just nothing no one else is trying to make a game like this because it is you're just you're just electing to eliminate yeah. a huge audience by right. saying this is how you're going to play the game. You can play online, you know, so it's not strictly that uh, it's local. And I believe they're doing the, uh, I have to look it up, but I, I believe they're doing the kind of thing where if you buy a copy of the game, you can like gift it so that somebody can play with you. I'd have to.
2: Sorry, you know, I, me, I'm I distracted because I was thinking about how funny a way out is. and I had to go back and watch the, I wonder if I can eat, <laughs> eat this, this. <laughs> sequence. Where oh, my character so
1: just
3: picked
2: up a plant <laughs> and said, I wonder if I can eat this.
3: Okay, so it says, uh, also at launch, uh, this is from this uh, oh. PR email, it says, It Takes Two's Friend Pass feature will come with a free demo, giving oh. players a chance to play the entire first level of the game. They can do so by downloading the Friend's Pass, which is separate from the main game, and playing uh, via couch co-op, or if they want to play online, they'll need the PlayStation Plus or Xbox Live Gold, um, or is, is that going to be Xbox Network or something Network. soon? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> then after the demo, if players want to continue playing the full game, only one person needs to buy it. Um, so it seems like oh, they've built in some... Some ways where, sure. uh, you know, if you just want to play with one person, both people paying sixty dollars for. Yeah, um, fuck that. That's that's um, a lot. Assuming of, that's it's sixty dollars, I, I may also be assuming. I'm going to check that too because. Yeah, I wouldn't be shocked if this game was forty uh, or seventy or, <laughs> or seventy. EA yeah, hasn't done that, it hasn't done that quite yet. Uh, no, it's forty bucks. Yeah, which is okay. that. That's, that's, a, that's okay. A, that's not too bad. Anyway, yeah, I'm I I we got to the end of it and I was like, so. Do I, I, was, I was like, do I need to find Do I need to start this over with Austin? And she's like, no, she's like, I just might Aww. need a drink. And I just I just might need a drink next time. And I was like, okay. <laughs> I,
2: That's cute. That's good. I'm um, happy. I'm happy. I'm, I want I want updates. I want to know how it, yeah, how it I'll, I'll let yeah. people know
3: how, how, how it goes. It's uh, it's, but it's a very charming game. And if you have a partner that you, uh or not, you know, it's, it, it, it's a good co-op game is what I would yeah, say. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Partner, partner or not. Totally. Um, cool. Uh, Kato, do you have anything you want to shout actually, out? Actually, I'm going to use them? this as a bo- I'm going to bounce, bounce before yeah, I. Bounce. It, the, the smart thing for my partner, yeah. who I asked to play <laughs> a game that made them uncomfortable last night, would be not to wait for yes. them to come into my office, yes. as, is actually just to leave now and go help them get the kids in the car. That so is going to go. Play. Go do that. Uh, Thank you, Patrick. I'll do that.
1: Uh, see bye. Later.
2: Bye. Bye, bye bye. Kato? Hi. Hi. Do you have anything you want to shout out before we wrap up?
1: No uh (laughs) sorry Uh, i yeah i i got my second fax shot and was knocked the fuck out yesterday so literally just haven't played how you feeling you feeling okay yeah i'm I'm good now uh luckily it was very short-lived but like i did not want to get out of bed yesterday at all so i didn't took a sick day Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh did play monster hunter rise demo when, when i was cognizant enough to but that was basically all i've done since then and uh uh, final Fantasy 14 but we don't need to talk about that <laughs> I
2: guess how far into that are you at this point
1: um I'm about to hit the end of 2.0 I'm about to hit patches okay. uh okay. I, I did a dungeon with some dragons that I kept dying in hmm uh, I mean, why
2: what was the why
1: uh they I was bad at so I'm, I'm tanking um and I just have never had to think about tanking in the previous dungeons it was all like yeah, yeah run up to the group of enemies uh do your, do your rotation, you're fine. Um, and then this one was like, oh, no, we're going to have some patrolling enemies that if they join your fight, like if you don't aggro them first and like take care of them off to the side, yeah. you're going to wipe. So yeah. um, just kind of like, oh, okay, I have to think a little bit more about who I'm pulling into this fight, like w- how close we can get to certain areas without accidentally you know, grabbing four or five enemies that we cannot handle at that point. Uh, but my team was very nice. They were all... Giving me head pats whenever I apologize for fucking up the aggro. Uh, it's very good. It was was very glad. I'm glad they're
2: treating you right out yeah. there on, on the mean streets of
1: um, <laughs> MMO Aorzea. lands. Yeah, Azor,
2: Azor, is, is that right? Eorzea. Aor- 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 yeah, Eorzea. Right. Aorzea. Okay. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Um, God. <laughs> oh Lord. Um. I. You know. I hope you. I hope. I'm curious. That means you're almost. Oh, that means you're almost at the the end. Wait. No. You're post. God, what is the order? When do you get to Praetor? Did you already do Praetorium, or is that...
1: D- d- no, that-, that doesn't sound familiar. I think does I it? can't remember if
2: that's the end of the patches or if that's the end of th- just th- two point. Wait, so you're almost at the patches. Or you're almost through the patches. I'm almost at the patches i oh, at the okay. end. Yeah, you've oh. not hit Praetorium Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, buckle up for a long dungeon. Oh, yeah? Where you're going to be very confused. And I think right now specifically, the people running it are just going to fucking sprint through it. <laughs> uh, Great. Just they'll be, Everyone Love will be it. nice. Just let them know that you'll- yeah, there's just like there's a big there's a oh, really shit. long quest like dungeon at the end of the game, at the end of 2.0 that you right. can't skip any of the cutscenes on and uh-huh. gets put into basically gets gets every every now and then, I don't know if it's monthly or if it's every few months. It gets marked as like a way to grind uh uh tomestones which are which are the um i think it's it's tomestones that you get for it. maybe it's something else but, but you're basically grinding to get like a special currency to buy special shit um this, and that means like veteran players will just run it over and right. over again even though each run of it is like 40 minutes or something Jesus, um, is this the
1: first like large party thing that you do in the msq cuz I'm looking at I, I looked it up and it says I the party say comp is there's two eight tanks people. two heals yeah, so yeah. yeah
2: yeah yeah so you should be fine you could off tank it and and yeah, it's, it's also just, just not a hard it's just not a hard dungeon it's, it's just, just a long dungeon right okay. yeah it's cool there's some cool moments it's cool the first time you do it right but well, I think I have probably done it 40 times now and <laughs> I would prefer never to do it again uh, um I've compl- I tried to go back dude I tried to yeah. go back a couple of weeks ago uh or maybe even before maybe it was like January I tried to go back um, that and go? literally the first the first mission i had like the fir- I, I first of all i had to come back into into um just straight up everything i had was a dungeon i hadn't run before like i stopped before the the next like three main quests that i uh-huh. had across Everything, all of the various like lines that I was going down were either raid like a, a big huge raid that I'd never done before or a dungeon I'd never done before. It was like this isn't how I want to come back to this game and <laughs> relearn my rotation and shit. Right. I wanna like I wanted to just like run around and hit things and watch some cutscenes tonight. Right. But I got so I got through one of the dungeons and, and continued down the patches of the Stormblood patches. And then Stormblood, like okay. back yeah, back to back the first the first cutscene I got after the first dungeon like, you know, one of the first ones right after that first dungeon I did was um just this like we should feel bad for this imperial collaborator, this person who decided to work with
1: the the <laughs> colonizers
2: instead of work against them. She had her reasons. Uh, and then the second like cutscene after that was my character coming up with that. The, the, one of the big things in this game is a refugee crisis, right? Like that's right. one of the ongoing things. Is there there are a bunch of refugees from this imperial invasion, um, and I my character was trying to come up with ways to like address that crisis um, and resettle some people Um, and decided the best solution for that was to work with like one of the shadiest big business motherfuckers in the Mm. game to get them to to basically invest in the local mining economy get him a mine and have the refugees work for him and that was positioned as the game as the like reasonable rational thing to do was to basically be like we should sell it, it's it's the equivalent of people who argue that like the best way for de- quote unquote developing countries to enter the world economy is to let Exxon go start drilling there because it will create jobs right right um, and it was like this is really where I'm at like uh, Stormblood was already like. A lot of like hold your nose type shit, you know. Mm. Um, and to come back immediately to those two cutscenes back was. to back was just like. Uh, and specifically, I want to be clear: if that if that event happened, if this this shady big business motherfucker had been like, oh, yes, I'll help, but here's the cost." I they they're gonna work for me, right. and then I'm like, and then, you know, the main character, the the hero or whatever, the warrior of light is like. No, fuck that. Or is like, I can't believe you've backed me into this corner. I'll get you for this one day. Right. That stuff is all, that stuff is, is fair game. I think it's a great, villainous, interesting thing to happen in the world building. Uh, I just don't like it that my character was the one who was like, I know what we can do. You can make them work
1: in the salt mines. Uh, like, no, that's, that's not it. It's a, it. Does that? Does it even a little bit seem like this will end up biting your character in the ass and then no, be like, oh, no, this was no, a no. mistake?
2: Feel- or is this like... Uh, I mean, I would love for that to be the case, but it, but it gets to the, my like core beef with the game, which is that like, not my core beef with the game, but one of the things <laughs> that has happened again and again for me <coughs> is that like in 2.0, there is so little in terms of characterization, that it's easy to project a character onto the Warrior of Light. Sure. Um, And then when you get into Heaven's Word and, and Stormblood, there are big choices that get made for you by your character, mm. and it's like that's not what. But no, like that's not my character's position on sure. this. There. Uh, there's a fight. There's like stuff that happens. And it's not in, ever in like Heaven's you're being
1: Word. you're being ordered to do this thing, and that, that's just what you're gonna do because you're part. I mean, of that such does and happen,
2: such. and that's fine. Like right. I, that stuff, I'm fine with. But there are moments where it's like you. There's a moment in Heaven's Word where you like go off to go fight this big fuck off dragon, um, where you've learned up until that you've learned complicating material at that point mm-hmm. where I'd be like, i never might know. Like, I don't want to, you go do that. Fuck off. Like I have, there's a million <laughs> other things I can go do for this world that I can go do get someone else for this shit. Right. Um, and that's very, th- that, that's a big part of, of why it's been hard for me to vibe with the, the take that I hear so often, which is like, this is the best written Final Fantasy game of all time because it has a, which is a take that a lot of people have, have voiced to me. It was like a Hmm. big part of why I started playing this game was like, this is the best Final Fantasy game. This game has the best writing. And, and I think it has some, I think it has some good writing. I think Heaven's Word specifically hit for me really well. Um, But the, by, by refusing to have a protagonist who is written in any way outside of decisions get made and and you know you you have a three dialogue options to choose from that all amount to the same basic thing sometimes you you've stumbled into a vector where like one of the prime actors of your of your game has really confused motivations of your story has really confused motivations right um and and so like i yeah i don't know i'm i'm do people
1: say that about the game as a whole or more specifically certain uh people uh, really love
2: heaven's word and and shadow bringers right. um but but in i think driven by that love forget how long 2.0 is <laughs> forget how mediocre stormblood is i was going to uh, say
1: cuz like and
2: we don't forget but I lied, right like i right. everyone i know all my homies hate the stormblood patches <laughs> you know what i mean um and that's what's in front of me and before right. me and shadow and it's like I don't know if I have it in me to get through the patches, the Stormblood patches and get
1: to Shadowbringers ever. So I, I played we'll see. the first like two levels of Shadowbringers because right. I got like a boost and a code yeah, back in the yeah. day to try to play the, the Yoko Taro raid, which yeah. I never got to, but, mm-hmm. uh, and, it felt like such like a completely different game going back to 2.0 after having yeah. played those things just like the way they characterize oh. people the way they like do cutscenes I way can't
2: like- wait for you to hit to hit there's <laughs> stuff in late 2.0 patches where it starts to feel like you're playing a different game in terms of the step up in terms of how right. well the story is being told so like I do I, this is the thing It's like I'm not I'm not saying that they haven't made improvements or right. that they haven't that there aren't really high moments. Um, um, but like, yeah, I don't know. The the thing the thing for me that I just like have tried to come to terms with is just like I don't really like anyone in this game. I don't have <laughs> like I I have like sort of fond feelings towards Ishtola, towards Raban. Like that might be it. That might oh, be I hit it. the part
1: where, I, I guess this is spoilers in, for 2.0 if you, you care. <laughs> for like but an
2: eight-year-old game, yeah. Uh,
1: where, like, the fucking Scions get attacked. And that was, that was like, a good moment for a second, you know? Don't give a fuck about the Scions. <laughs> Don't give a fuck. <laughs> Sorry. I, like, I like only, uh, I, you know, ultimately only cared insofar as, like, oh, they were yeah. people that I mo- talked to yes. sometimes. Yes. But yeah. it was also, like, one of those things, like, oh, okay, they're willing to take out quote-unquote main characters right like yeah um yeah. which is a good thing to have like the stakes kind of feel more meaningful in the world who gets taken out there uh fucking basically everyone except for Minophilia and uh what's her face Yestola. i think those are the only two that huh. i that i that you meet early on that are left Okay. Unless unless someone else comes back and I mistook their Lalafell body for a different Lalafell, the, the little Lalafell whose name I can't remember now that oh, was at the yeah. beginning. Uh-huh. Um, Tartaru or something maybe. T-
2: yeah, Tar, t- tar- taru-, taru or yeah, Tataru uh, t- is it?
1: Okay. huh I think I'm dead. not going to have to <laughs> It I, there, were, there were a lot of bodies. Um uh, yeah, let's just say uh-huh. that, I guess. Uh, yeah.
2: I yeah, I'm just gonna not say anything. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um there are characters I care you know what, there are characters who I cared about from Heaven's Word. It's just been so long. I liked right. uh Harshif in, in Heaven's Word eventually. Um and Astin- Astinian and um uh uh what the fuck is his name? Um The Prince. What the what's the hot prince's name?
1: The hot prince. Oh, I blank-
2: you don't know him yet. Okay, I don't know um uh, I was gonna like, say Thancred, like,
1: but that's I don't Different, give a fuck right? about
2: Dan Craig. <laughs> don't give a fuck. That dude could die today. Damn. Wouldn't, wouldn't send flowers.
1: <laughs> wow. I
2: don't the give a disrespect. fuck. Uh, Respect. Emmer, Emmerich. 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 His name is. He's. He's. He was cool. He seemed cool. But like he's been out of the game for forty hours for me. You mm-hmm. know what I mean. So yeah, it's like I can count on on one hand the characters I give a fuck about who are. And like there are characters who I wish I give gave a fuck about, like Sid and Nero are two characters who are
1: uh, just, who, who I just met Sid.
2: Yeah, totally. And so like Sid ends up being important, Nero ends up being important. You'll meet oh, yeah. Nero momentarily also, um, and they spend a lot of time like bantering and clearly having a fraught history. And you know, it's it's a very you know homoerotically charged relationship that I don't mm. think is particularly well written mm. um, or particularly moving. I just don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's, it's frustrating because like, it's frustrating because I put 250 hours into this game, Sure. you know,
1: what, uh, um, what, what, I, what, class are you playing? Like what's your uh, role usually?
2: Dude, I, red mage is my main, but I've also mm-hmm. put a ton of time into samurai, um, into I you're going to make me boot up and just look at my <laughs> shit. Um, if I look at a list of classes, uh, I could tell you, but I don't have that. My, are you, you
1: mainly DPSing? mainly
2: dpsing um um i've done a a little bit of. oh i put i put i you know i raised i went through the entire opening story stuff for dark knight uh Mm -hmm. so i've tanked a dark knight uh which is from god i don't even know what the levels are uh i want to say it's like 10 or 15 levels worth of god i guess it's more than that because it starts at 30 so i must have raised it to 50 or 60 yeah um once you get the Heavens Word classes start at 30. Oh, okay. And then and then huh. the Stormblood classes start at 40 or 50, I guess.
1: I've seen some um, of around.
2: Maybe they also start at 30, actually. I'm not sure. Um uh but yeah. Um so I've done and then I also have a I also have a a scholar um that I've been raising um and then or had been raising. Um and then a is that it? I think red is my main though. Mm. I guess I started with Archer slash Bard. Right. Um so I've like dipped around all over the place um and tried a bunch of things. Red Mage is definitely my favorite for sure, for sure. Um, but uh, and I'd like to try I would like to go back and try Gunbreaker once I get to Shadow, Shadow uh, Bringers, which is the like uh, gun sword. Gunblade. Gun gun gunblade, gunblade, like tank class. The tanks is okay, oh, yeah. fun.
1: No, cause they had know, another yeah. gun gun based class too, for dps right the mm, uh, machinist
2: yeah machinist right. yeah that's a that's a heaven's one for sure so yeah gunbreaker starts at it looks like gunbreaker starts at 60 red mage starts at 50 which means i'm guessing the stormblood classes start at 50 gotcha um, okay yeah. yeah, they don't make you re- They don't make you like get your basic kit, which is the worst. Which is like mechanically the most right. tiresome part of that game is just like you need to have a bunch of abilities for it to be fun at all. Right, uh, and it just takes so long to get those if you're trying to level up from one. But right, I um I oh, there's someone else I cared about, mm-hmm. which is the um. There's a character in God was it Scholar? I want to say the Scholar storyline. <clears throat> there is a character. Who's like your partner in crime, basically? <laughs> um, uh, who I remember thinking was cool as shit. But maybe I'm confusing Scholar with another healing class I did.
1: <laughs> a scholar's a I've healer. I've
2: tried it. I've really tried it all. Yeah, Scholar's a healer. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. cool. I thought that was mm-hmm. the, um, what's
1: the what's the what's the what's the like damage the damage mage called? Is it just black? Uh, there's mage? Thaumaturge. Thaumaturge. There's Thaumaturge. there's Black
2: Mage, thaumaturge. and then Arcanist yeah. Summoner is the other is the other one that is uh that's like a summoner class thing that mm-hmm. you, you get a bunch of it's like a pet class but it's it still has a kind of a traditional rotation from what i've seen huh. um there's some good i'll link you to some videos on the various yeah jobs and stuff i've been enjoying
1: um, doing the tanking role because it feels like the right amount of like things i have to worry about yeah which is nice um but i've just been blowing through the story because people i like asked on twitter like so how much do i really have to pay attention before heaven's word and they're like uh you know the last few you said the science that's probably close enough (laughs) yeah Yeah.
2: here's the thing is it's gonna it's gonna happen naturally because the patches do just get good right they get better they get they get more um they, they get sharper in terms of their representation of like what the world state is what the politics are you know who is backstabbing who what you know and and i think it'll get to be the it will get to be the case that it's clear when you need to pay attention because you'll get a thing that says all right it's it's time to pay attention the next 30 <laughs> minutes or cutscenes right, right uh or whatever um and those are good so you know anyway uh well that's how that's I feel it for about- the final
1: fantasy minute Mm -hmm. final (laughs) fantasy 14 minute
2: yes (laughs) unfortunately that is that is it um is there anything else do you have any other uh things you want to i guess that's it right The answer was no that's it for now yeah that's it for me too let's just go into the weekend kata that's what i think i hope everyone out there has a good weekend go learn about Um, the next
1: magic set oh sure is (laughs) that is that about to drop yeah, they're doing a live stream in like 10 minutes, actually, from where we're recording right, well then, this. Yeah, we should
2: wrap up so you can go <laughs> watch that. Uh, Shout-outs to all the friends who I have who love and play Magic the Gathering. Godspeed. <laughs> uh, enjoy this new set, I guess. Uh, you can find uh, me on Twitter at Austin underscore Walker. You can follow all of us, Twitter.com slash Waypoint. Patrick's gone, but you can follow him at Patrick Klepek. Kato, where can people find you?
1: Ignoring the very obvious Harry Potter lineage of this next Magic set. At ah, A underscore yes. Kato underscore <laughs> 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 appears. Uh huh. <laughs> I see. Um, <laughs> just a school, just a college of magic, uh, youngsters. Don't worry about that it. Fucking Harry Potter didn't invent that shit. I know, but there's houses. People and been stuff going to that magic school. Be, that's just all still,
2: that's all from there, <laughs> schools have houses. You Private look, schools have, that's a thing. That predates Harry Potter. I know, I know that they're does. cashing in on it. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. This is what
1: I'm saying. It's like, I I fully believe that they, at some point, had that, actually, because they've been doing these kind of, like, they did, like, a My, My yeah, Little yeah, Pony yeah. set, mm-hmm. uh, that they had that lined up, like, for real, for real, as a Harry Potter tie-in, and then everything and then came out, that. so, like, yeah, yeah. they were like, oh. But we did so much research, let's uh, well, listen, change some names uh, and listen. shit. We're going to get this out anyway some other way. Don't We can't let
2: a fucking transphobe have the concept right. of posh magic school. No, totally. She don't own that shit. No. Take that shit back. Give that money to Wizards of the Coast <laughs> instead. <laughs> no, Who once oh, again fuck. this week fucked oh. over a, a, uh, a, a black um, uh, creator, a black uh, designer uh by by fucking with uh with with the design shit um (sighs) people should find this this that thread i have to find it now because i'm now i'm scrolling uh did you see this this week
1: Uh, Um, i don't think i know um
2: from panzer lion uh, no on on twitter uh, I said black, but I thought that might not be true. It's just uh, another another designer of color. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, openly black. There we go. I thought so. There uh-huh. we go. Thank you for putting <laughs> openly openly black in your shit. Um, uh, yeah, another another uh, uh, creator, Panzer Lion, who who uh, someone who like had previously created D and D shit uh, was brought in on a uh, a project um, uh, Candlekeep Mysteries, which had a bunch of different um you know kind of contract designers uh, brought in for it right um uh and and it turns out that the um his his the stuff that he'd submitted uh, not only was it like edited and cut down but it was cut down in ways that just like immediately removed all of the nuance uh and and shit from it so like um the key story of of the original version of uh, I'll just read from his tweets. the panzer cut of the adventure is seventy one hundred uh seventy one hundred eighty seven words and includes a much larger description of the the Ripley which is a group of, like, frog peoples,
0: yeah.
2: uh, <coughs> Player race data for them and locations and items that were removed from the final version. The key story is different and more detailed. The words, world serpent is involved. The Grippli have culture, and the word primitive doesn't appear once in the whole text as a descriptor <laughs> of anything. My adventure, ancient gods stirring from their slumber, bring the ancient past of the uh, to the modern day, imperiling the local Grippli village as, as factions of a 1T battle. Edited slash developed adventure, primitive frog people need rest by players who on are there because evil is evil or are evil because evil and it's just like can you imagine sending in that and, and of course Jesus. the final draft is like you know um uh a foul th- like over god it's it's like 1400 words shorter uh Panderlein didn't get a chance to even look at that shit Right. Um. To like give feedback on the edits, right. Or say, hey, can I? Can we conclude this instead of that? Or, or like the thing of like, you know, sometimes you you write a piece and the, your editor comes back and says you have to cut fourteen hundred words from this.
1: Um, right. Which is a different ask than just like, oh, we're just gonna make this whatever we we're want. We're just thanks gonna for the, do this. Thanks for some backbones. We're gonna throw <laughs> out most of it though. Yeah. Exactly. And and
2: the thing that that Panther Lion goes on to say basically, uh, this is POC Gamer on Twitter. Um, uh, the worst part of this, the worst, is that I gave false impressions to interview to interviewers leading up to the release of the adventure because I hadn't seen it and assumed most of the story and conceptualization made it through the process because I hadn't heard anything otherwise, and that Ooh. must fucking suck so bad. Anyway, Wizards of the Coast, everybody, uh. to do this. this. Is also just what Orion Black said said that their experience was like right. when they were there right. last year. Um, so I, you know, it's. I know that oh, the magic nice. department is a different department or whatever. Um, yeah. But. And I, I'm sorry to like immediately shit on the thing you're excited <laughs> no, for. It's okay. Uh, but you know, solidarity yeah. with solidarity no, with the people. Shout outs who, to
1: a uh, net runner. Yeah. The thing I'm actually more excited for coming at the end of this uh, yeah, month. That's actually, that's going to be yeah, sick.
2: Totally. That's <laughs> exciting. Um, all right. We should, we should finish wrapping up. Thank you to Bowen for letting us use the track. Miss you off the EP Pal machine. Find out more about that at, Uh, waypoint.zone slash b-o-e-n uh i hope everyone has a good weekend um i don't keep wanting to say long weekend it's just not true (laughs) it's just not not true i just i just need a long weekend is the thing uh unfortunately that's not happening for a minute uh i hope that everyone uh, uh comes back next week and we can talk more about video games until then fuck capitalism go home